0: also seemingly need a void inside you as fathomlessly dark as starlight is brilliant normal happy well-rounded people do not as a rule turn into stars it is something which far more commonly befalls those who have suffered some traumatic misery or deprivation in early life hence the ferocity of their drive to achieve wealth and status at any cost and their insatiable need for the public's love and attention While awarding them a status near to gods, we also, paradoxically, view them as the most fallible of human beings, tortured by past demons and present insecurities, all too often fated to destroy their talent and then themselves with drink or drugs or both. Since the mid-twentieth century, when celebrity became global, the shiniest stars—from Charlie Chaplin, Judy Garland, Marilyn Monroe, and Edith Piaf, to Elvis Presley, John Lennon, Michael Jackson, and Amy Winehouse—have fulfilled some, if not all, of these criteria. How, then, to account for Mick Jagger, who fulfils none of them? Jagger bucked the trend with his very first breath. We expect stars to be born in unpromising locales that make their later rise seem all the more spectacular. A dirt-poor cabin in Mississippi, a rafish seaport, the dressing-room of a seedy vaudeville theatre, a Parisian slum. We do not expect them to be born in thoroughly comfortable but unstimulating circumstances in the English county of Kent. Southern England has always been the wealthiest, most privileged part of the country but clustered around London is a special little clique of shires known rather snootily as the Home Counties. Kent is the most easterly of these, bounded in the north by the Thames estuary, in the south by Dover's sacred White Cliffs and the English Channel. And rather like its most famous twentieth-century sun, it has multiple personalities. For some this is the Garden of England, with its rolling green heart known as the Weald, its apple and cherry orchards and hop fields, and its conical red brick hop drying kilns or oast houses. For others, it conjures up the glory of Canterbury Cathedral, where turbulent priest Thomas Becket met his end, or stately homes like Knoll and Sissinghurst, or faded Victorian seaside resorts like Margate and Broadstairs. For others, it suggests county cricket, Charles Dickens's Pickwick Papers or ultra-respectable Royal Tunbridge Wells, whose residents are so famously addicted to writing to newspapers that the nom de plume, disgusted Tunbridge Wells, has become shorthand for any choleric elderly Briton fulminating against modern morals or manners. Disgusted Tunbridge Wells will play no small part in the story that follows. In the two thousand years since Julius C-